0: What's going on, everybody? Christopher Lopez here, your host of the Beast Life 24-7 podcast. We are on episode number eight. uh, And what we're going to talk about in this episode is how to become happier in the next five minutes. Uh, But before we dive in, I want to remind you that this podcast is on iTunes, SoundCloud, Anchor, and Google Play Music. Go to one of those sources and subscribe to make sure you get updates when I do these. Um, And you can also go to the website, beastlife247.com. ...to check out all of the episodes as well. It's more in a blog format, but go check that out. So if you're unfamiliar with the show, um, it, it is a way for me to vent, a way for me to ramble a little bit about my thoughts... ...that are not particularly uh, have to do with strength training and muscle building. If you know about my other website, Strength Training and Muscle Building for Guys, JerseyBeast.tv... Um, ...that's my personal training blog. This is more of an outlet, but it's a way for me to share my thoughts... And hopefully help some guys improve their life, alright? So, in this episode, we're going to dive in to something that uh, I tend to feel is rampant in uh, society and the direction society is going. But before we can come up with a solution on how to improve your life, how to become happier, we almost have to figure out what the problems are. Right? You can't come up with solutions until you figure out the sources of the problems, now, there's a there's a handful of problems that I see with today with today's society. Uh hopefully some of you may agree. Um the first one that I think is the, is the most is the strongest is the strongest one and everything kind of feeds off of this one is we live in a society where we want everyone to like us. Now, I guess it's always been that way. I guess we we always want people to like us. No, we don't want to walk around throughout our day and have people not like us, right? So But the the addition of social media has taken this thing to a whole new level. Before social media was around, before Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter and all these these social media uh, sources and and, um, uh, apps, we were limited to the reach of our immediate friends and immediate family. Before social media, if we had family in Texas or we had family in... California or family in whatever other part of the country or part of the world, we very rarely talk to them, right? So we were very limited to our immediate circle. Social media changed the game, right? Social media changed all that. So now we have access to not only extended friends and friends and family, but people we don't even know, right? And when it comes to having people like us and having people like share the same ideals and and uh, the same the same values, and and all these things, there's nothing worse than going on Facebook and, and seeing you post something, right? You put a video up or you put a comment up or you put a status update up um, and nobody seems to interact. Uh, most people tend to get upset by that. Just think about it. Social media is all about the like. It's all about constant engagement. It's all about people sharing your stuff. And if your stuff's not getting shared, and your stuff's not getting liked, and you're not getting that constant engagement. You feel a little bit worse about yourself. A lot of people do. Uh, I don't, uh, just because I, I don't really care. I mean, look at me. I mean, if you're watching this on YouTube, <laughs> I'm rocking a mustache right now, so <laughs> I could care less. But um, it's all about the engagement, right? So if we we live in a world that, if you are not constantly engaged and not constantly getting that blue thumbs up on Facebook. You tend to feel a certain way about yourself. You're not really sure if what you posted is cool enough. You're not really sure if your status update is uh, speaks to enough people. Um, and I don't care what anybody says. Whenever you post to social media, you're not posting it for yourself. You're posting it for other people to interact with it. Otherwise, you wouldn't post it, right? You you do something awesome. This is what I this is what I this is what I hate to see. You do something awesome for somebody, and you post about how awesome you are on Facebook for doing it. You're just looking for interaction. Whatever happened to doing something for somebody, and then not talking about it? Right? That's the that's the true uh, that's like the true test of a person's character is when you do something, and no one knows about it. You know, you help somebody out, and nobody knows. You not you're not posting on Facebook about how awesome you are. So when we don't get enough of this engagement we tend to feel a little sour, a little salty, right? Um, and this forces us to look through life through a skewed lens. So when we, we look for things to share, now sharing is awesome, right? Whether it's on social media or whatever, but we look for things to share that are going to get that constant interaction. So the, what we're putting out there to the world is totally fucked up. It's totally skewed. Um, if it's something that's awesome to us, but we feel like it's not awesome to other people, uh, we may not share it. You know. So, so life becomes skewed at that point, And it forces us to only show what we think will get engagement. It forces us to only think about what we can share with people that will get them to like it or share it back or, or, or share with other people or comment on it. And that is a really terrible way to live, live life. The problem with all this, you may say, Chris, this is not a big issue. This is not a big deal. This is just how social media works. But it is a problem, and I'm going to tell you why. Because the longer Facebook and the longer uh, Instagram and all, the longer all these, these apps and these social media uh, streams are around, the, the more it forces us to only show what we think will get engagement. So we start only... Picking things out of our day that we think people will like. The whole purpose of life is to do what you like and not to put anybody, anybody else's uh, kind of view of that up on a pedestal. But with social media, we're doing that, right? So it becomes extremely hard to separate real life from social media life. And we ultimately become our social media personas. So whatever we're putting out on social media, we start seeing that that's getting a lot of engagement. That's, that looks awesome. People are liking it, commenting, sharing. And we start to only do that stuff. So we start to forget about stuff that is meaningful to us and to ourselves. And we stop putting it out there because other people don't like it. That sucks. All right? Stop living that way. When this starts to happen... We stop thinking for ourselves. We stop following what's in our hearts, what's that burning desire in our gut. We stop thinking about that stuff, and we only start thinking about what other people want to see. Our decisions start to be made solely uh, are solely dependent on on this thing. What, what basically what what social media says are our, our decisions should be, you know, and they they don't come from our heart anymore. And we become slaves to others and their perception of us it's the wrong way to live so there's these are a few problems that i see in kind of this whole social media thing i'm not a huge fan of facebook i think it's cool to keep in contact with people um but uh, people that know me and i say it all the time i have a one strike rule on facebook right instagram one strike rule you post some stupid shit or you post um something you know you're looking for attention or you post something that um, you know, a lot of people that are negative on Facebook, they'll be like, "Oh, can this day get any worse?" They push something like that because they want people to ask and engage and interact. You do that shit. Unsubscribe. I'll still be your friend, but I'll unsubscribe from you because I don't want to see that. I want to go on Facebook and see funny funny videos or training videos or stuff that's 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 mindless. I don't want I don't want to be consumed with other people's emotions on Facebook. It's the wrong place, the wrong time for that. So, I urge you to do the same thing. Start unsubscribing from people that rub you the wrong way, that post some stupid shit that you don't really want to see. At the end of the day, it's your social media account. You control what you want to see and what you don't want to see. So if somebody posts something negative where they're constantly like that negative person that hits your feet every morning, like you know who I'm talking about. you got that one friend that posts up on Facebook all the time and they're they're, they're complaining about their day, they're complaining about their job and they're complaining about how they're fat and they're complaining about how, uh, you know, whatever – But they don't do anything to change it or make their situation better, and that's all they do is post negativity. That negativity infiltrates your head, infiltrates your mind, and it'll fuck your day up. It'll ruin your day. So get rid of that stuff, all right? So now that we have the problems in place and things that, you know, they're problems to me. Maybe they're not problems to you, but things that I see, um, we can set some things to fix these issues that that, uh, kind of surround us on a daily basis. We're not getting away from social media. All right, we're not. So you just have to either embrace it or control it. All right, um, I choose to control it because I don't want to see certain things. So the first thing you can do to improve your life, to become more happy during the day, to improve your mood, is to become more present. Now, when you are present, you are in you are you are in that present moment. You're 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 taking in everything around you, your surroundings. When you have a phone, right? If you have a phone and you have these social media apps on your phone and your head's constantly buried in the phone and you're constantly scrolling the news feed and you're constantly going through Instagram and seeing what, 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 your, what the neighbor that you h- hate next door is up to um, you know, or, the, or the, whatever, the family member that you can't stand you want to see what they're up to, you are not present. Present means taking in your surroundings. Put down the phone. Smell the air, look at the look at the sunshine, watch the birds fly by. Stupid simple things. Alright? But in order to do that, you gotta get off the phone. Alright? Now, there's an easier way to, to get off your phone. And, and and not many of you are gonna do this. I've done this in the past. I started doing it again, and it's extremely tough to do, because this phone's like an addiction, alright? It's extremely tough to do, but when you do it and you get through it for like two weeks, you will it's like it's like when you have a cold and you, you, you can't breathe, right? But you feel stuffed up. You do what I'm about to tell you to do and you will, those nasal passages will be open, right? You'll be breathing that air. You'll be, you'll be taking all your surroundings. Your senses will be alive again. So in order to... No, I'm not saying take your phone and like throw it in the river. But limit what... Or control what is on your phone that, that it are these distractions, Right? So remove email from the phone. Check email on the computer. Take, take two times a day, maybe in the morning and then in the evening, and check your email. That's why I'm like not the best person to get back on email. Like it takes me a day or so because I don't check it all day long. So take email off your phone. Take Facebook off your phone. Take Instagram off your phone. All right, um, Take those things off your phone. If you, don't use, if you don't use Facebook for business or Instagram for business... Take it off your phone. You can look at it on the computer if you want. Because how many of us realistically sit at a computer during the day for hours at a time? Not many. But this phone is attached to our hip, so we have constant access to it. If you only look at Facebook or Instagram on a computer, there's a good chance you're probably not going to do it as much. Because you have to sit down. you got to log in. Um, It's not the same experience on the computer as it is the phone. The phone is a little bit more intuitive. It's a little bit more easy to use, easier to navigate the computer's a little bit more clunky on Facebook and Instagram, etc. Um once you do this, you will stop you will stop taking in what everybody else is doing and you'll focus on your surroundings, focus on your day. You're going to start focusing on things you need to accomplish to reach your goals. The the Facebook Instagram thing is a time suck. And I, I'm guilty of it too cuz I like posting Facebook videos and I like posting Instagram videos and but I don't base my day off constant engagement the whole thing with social media is that it becomes a dick measuring contest, right? Who has more likes? Who has more shares? And like we talked about a little bit earlier, a few minutes ago, if you're not getting that constant engagement, you feel inferior. You feel like you're in a, you're not measuring up. No good. Another way you can start being present in the moment is to do things without your phone. Go for a walk on the beach. Now, it's snowing here in Jersey. Uh, it's Apparently, it's a state of emergency. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I'm like snowed in here at the pit, at the gym. Um, leave your phone in the car. Go for a walk on the beach. Leave your phone in the car. Go fishing. Leave your phone in the car. Go camping. Leave your phone in the car. You know what I mean? Take Cut that leash. So take the phone away for a little while and go do something that's going to allow you to think a little bit, allow you to breathe some fresh air, allow you to take in your surroundings, allow you to feel the sand on your feet. Um Our senses have been so numbed by by our phones and by social media and by constantly looking at what is going through our newsfeed, as opposed to looking at what's around us. The third thing you can do, which is not necessarily tied to the phone, but will help you become more present, is to embrace your faults. Because of the way social media works, we do not like to show... Our failures. We do not like to show the times we fuck up. We do not like because it's going to, it may get shared for the wrong reasons. People may judge you for it. They may think of you a certain way. um, And it will ruin your day. You have to remember, all right, that the faults, whenever you have a fault or a downfall or a stumble or a speed bump or you do something wrong or you fuck up, it's part of the highlight reel too. The highlight reel doesn't necessarily just contain the game winning catches. Doesn't necessarily just contain the game winning shots. Doesn't necessarily contain just contain the grand slam. Okay? It contains the strikeout. It contains missed tackles. Right? We saw this like this happens. Pros do this all the time. Pros miss game winning shots all the time. Right? Pros miss game winning tackles all the time. We saw this in the Saints Vikings game this year. I mean, that stuff happens. But you have to remember that it's going to set you up. To never make that mistake again. The guy who missed the tackle in the Saints-Vikings game at the end of the game. Guarantee you he will never make that mistake again. Right? So you either hit the game winning shot. Or you hit the game walk off home run. Or you learn. There's no such thing as failure. You either win or you learn. Simple as that. Remember, pro athletes do this all the time. It's how you perceive it. What you do to turn it in your mind. To make it into a Positive. All right, and that's ultimately what determines the outcome the next time this happens. But the, but the failures are part of the highlight reel. They're part of what makes you. They're part of what makes you a superstar. Everybody's got these superstar qualities in them. But if we're only showing people the the the, the grand slams and the home runs, then we're we're missing the boat on the rest of it. We're we're not. We don't have that complete picture of what makes us unique and what makes us awesome. The next thing you can do is to do things that scare you on a daily basis. So I've talked about this in blog posts before, but this is a big one. You have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to become somebody who craves the, that exciting butterfly feeling. If you're not doing something that makes you nervous every day, then, then you're not living, right? you got to remember, we're all dying, right? You think of it this way. We, we are all dying. You're going to die at some point. Um, But if you are not doing something that scares you on a daily basis, you're not doing something out of your comfort zone, then you're already dead. Truth be told, you're already dead. When you start doing stuff that makes you nervous and start doing stuff that you've never done before, and you start experiencing things that maybe you're not good at, but you want to get good at. That's when true growth happens. That's when you find out more about yourself. That's when you actually can tell what kind of person you are. You're either somebody who's going to roll over and play dead or you're going to hit the challenge head on and do what needs to be done. That's the two type of people in this world. You're either one or the other. Now, if you are somebody who usually rolls over and plays dead, you can become that other person. It's going to take a little bit more work. You can do it, but you have to remember it all comes down to what you want and, and how you perceive the situation in front of you. So if you perceive the, the nervous situation, the situation that makes you feel a little uneasy, um has something negative it's going to be negative but if you view it as something positive it's positive it doesn't matter what the outcome is right if the outcome if, let's say you go to ask a girl out and she shoots you down well guess what you learn how to how to how to spit game a little bit better the next time you know what i mean so it all depends on how you perceive it you win or you learn grand slam or learn game any touchdown or learn there's no lose all right um you know and when I say do things that scary, I'm not saying like like scary, scary. Like I'm definitely afraid of clowns. I'm not gonna go to a clown convention, right? <laughs> you know, but but do things that that are gonna help you grow as a person and become a better person, a stronger person, and um, ultimately adds to your life. The whole basis of this episode is improving quality of life, improving your happiness. And when it comes to social media, our happiness is so dependent on other people interacting, sharing, liking commenting. Tell me my fucking mustache looks good. telling me my hair looks good. If you guys don't know that I shave my head, I'm bald. Um, you know, if we base our life on that, we are going to be miserable, right? We're just going to be miserable. So ditch social media or find a way to control it. Do the things that we listed, the the, the fixes, right? Ditch the phone, become more present, embrace your faults, do things that scare you on a daily basis. I guarantee you that your life will improve. In the next five minutes. If you just do these things. Take five minutes. Remove the email off your phone. (laughs) Remove Facebook off your phone. Anything that's a time vampire. Anything that's a time suck. Get rid of it. And it it will open up time. It will open up your mind. It will open up your body to new experiences. And you will. Your senses will become more alive. And you'll be able to embrace these things. And feel them for what they are. Right. Not some phony Facebook uh, skewed lens. that, That people are putting their entire life into. That's my rant for the day guys. Hopefully you got some use out of this but I'm telling you if you do this thing with your phone it's going to take a week. It's like an addiction. You're going to go through withdrawal. You're going to try and install Facebook back on your phone. Don't do it. Do what needs to be done. Take a week and get rid of that stuff and I guarantee you're going to start noticing more opportunity, more positivity in your life. You're going to see things differently because you're going to see what's in your heart and not necessarily what other people want you to see if that makes any sense and ultimately the, the, the thing the, the whole the whole thing with happiness is that it's inside of you already but if you're taking all these um, all these comments and likes and, and these perspectives from other people it's just going it's going to ruffle your feathers and it's going to steer you off track and it, the longer you do it the harder it is to remove yourself from it so do it now don't wait five years to, to start looking internally and improving your life You got to do it now. But that's all I got, guys, for episode eight. Remember, this podcast is on uh, beastlife247.com, right, for all the episodes. And you can also get it on SoundCloud, Anchor, Google Play Music, iTunes, and YouTube. This is a video on YouTube as well. Go check out the channel, Beastlife247. If you have any questions, please comment on YouTube uh, or, um, you know, comment on the blog, beastlife247.com. You can comment there as well. Let me know what else you, want to guys, you guys want to hear from me, but until the next episode, check out those, those, those sources uh, for all the episodes of the podcast, and uh, I will talk to you guys in the next one. Enjoy your day.